pour up if it's wind down time or grab an iced coffee if you're on the way to work. Whatever you need to tune in, make sure there's a drink in your hand before we start this episode. Every time I start my episodes, it's like I clear my throat like I'm about to start singing. (laughs) I don't know why. And then there's this really good song by Kiwani called Shooter Interlude. And like in the beginning, she clears her throat. And I love how she kept that on the um, on the recording. That's one of my favorite songs on her last album. But today, I want to talk about um, priorities versus excuses. Um, you know, like what are you doing on your in your life to like elevate yourself? Like what are your daily routines? <clears throat> How are you going about like setting yourself up for success or how are you mapping out your life? Um, One thing I can say about life is that you, there's no map. Like when I was younger, I used to think like, okay, like at 18, I'll get my first car and I'll be in college and then four years I'll be done. And then after that, I'm going to go get a job and I'm going to have a child and get married at this age. Well, I'm going to get married at 21. And then at 25, I'm going to have my first kid. Like, I literally was like mapping my shit out like it had a damn schedule. (laughs) And now that I'm 24, it's like, oh, we just rolling with the punches. Like, so we're really just like coasting, not coasting as in not doing anything, but just like coasting as in figuring out like what's my next step. And my mom would always tell me, like, you know, slow down, like, you know, take take your time, get one thing and then get the next, like, you know, finish one thing, put one thing into motion and finish it and then start the next thing. Like, I was taught to always, like, pace myself with my steps of life, not to, like, rush and hurry up. Because I didn't get my first t- card till I was, like, 20. And um, so that means, I, like, in high school, I didn't have a car. But then when I got my first car, it, I was like, as soon as I got that, it's like I wanted to do everything else afterwards. I was like, okay, I want a new job. Okay, I got a new job. Now I want to move out. Okay, I moved out. Now I want a new car. Okay, now I want to go back to school. Like It's just like every time I do something, I'm always trying to do the next thing. Like, And I'm so organized. I don't like sloppy, like, I don't like sloppy life plans. Like everything I do has to be detailed and it has to be done precisely. So... I just feel like with life, there is no roadmap. Like, you're really just rolling with the punches, um, figuring out, you know, what's what's going to be next. Um, one of the things that I can say is that what has to grow you up fast, well, what should grow most people up fast is having a child, which is why I've tried to avoid that. I mean, I'm mature. I feel like if I had a child tomorrow, I'd be okay. But I'm just, I just don't, I don't want that right now because like I do have a map for my life. Like I have a little bit of what I want. I don't have a timestamp, but I know how I want the order to go. And that child is not. mm. So priorities versus excuses, just, I feel like, you know, you have, there's people in the world who have things that they want to do or they have things they're good at, or they have things they want, they have a vision they want to chase or a dream they want to come true And when you have priorities and when you have excuses, it really shows you like what type of time you're going to be on or a person's going to be on when it comes to like making their dreams come true or chasing their goals or as the young kids like to say it now, putting shit into motion. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people in the world who have a craft or have a gift and they just sit on it. Like 
they don't do anything to execute the plan. Like they just sit around and it's like, well, you know, I want to do this and I want to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to get this off of this. Like just so much talking, but no action. And that's where I feel like the excuses come in because it's always an excuse as to why they can't take off or why they can't do this or why they can't do that. But you have a million dreams you want to chase. You have a million things you want to execute, but it's like you're not moving. And that's because their priorities are not aligned. You know, there's things that they want to do and there's things that they should be doing and they choose what they want to do. Like if you know that you want to go back to school, if you know that you know, you need this job title, you have to go to school for this, then why would you go buy $500 hair and, you know, you have bills and you have things that you want to put into motion, but you can't because you're spending your bread on dumb shit. If you know that you have things that you want to put in place for yourself, like let's say you don't have a car, don't go get a full armor tattoos. That's stupid. Like, it's just things that don't make any sense but it's easier said than done like in your 20s there's so much that you want to do like for example there's so many girls that I follow on Instagram that travel like they're out the country once a month every two months and I don't hate on anybody who travels you know do your thing go see the world like it's beautiful there's so many things that we haven't even tapped into because we're so fucking young and most of the time all we know is a different state but never a different country so traveling is amazing I definitely want to experience one day Emphasis on one day, though. I've never took myself out of my comfort zone to travel. Like, I have friends who go on vacations and they have no money to their name. Or they have no savings. They have nothing to cushion them when they get back. Like, they don't have a plan. They don't have nothing in place. They're just living for the moment. And that's okay. Like, I get it. But living for the moment is dangerous when you have shit you got to take care of back home. Important shit. Like rent, car note. Um, you know, you got to work to live people like, I just feel like with time, it comes a time for everything. You don't want to rush out here and do shit out of order. It doesn't make any sense to travel when you don't have a car to drive around. And when you get back to the city, that's stupid. So (laughs) I just feel like, um, everything comes with time. And I feel like a lot of people put the rush on things because society tells them they should be doing this or society tells them to get out here and go see the world. Society tells them. You know, you're not going to have, you're not going to live forever. You need to travel now. You know, a friend once told me, like, when you die, are you going to be able to take any of this shit with you? Are you going to be up in the casket thinking about how you was in Cancun sipping on a drink? No, you're not. So it's just like, I get the whole travel, soft life bullshit that everyone's kicking out. I hate these fucking trends that pop up every two months. This shit is annoying. Um, And annoying in a way that I'm just tired of hearing it. It's people overdo stuff like shut up but I get all of that but it's with time you know you have to make sure that you're you're in the right place to do these things you're in the right mindset to do these things you can't do that shit because everybody else is doing it or go hop and run and get your passport and hop on somebody's um or hop on somebody's cruise ship because you want to travel because everyone's making travel reels and everyone's making travel tiktoks when your time comes you can join in but Right now, for me, like, you know, I'm 24, never travel, don't even have a passport yet. What definitely want to, definitely want to get out here. But right now, this age, I just have so much that I'm putting in the works that I don't even want to interrupt myself. I don't want to interrupt my grind mode to go on vacation. Like, me personally, I can go on a day trip and have a blast, come back home, we're back to work. 
I just become so obsessed with work when I have goals and dreams that I'm chasing. I can take a break, but that's how you get lost in the sauce is when you try to distract yourself from what you got going on, like your priorities. Um, you don't want to lose sight of your dreams, not in your 20s, because that's when you're putting everything into the works. Like, I want to be wrapping this up by 29. Like, everything that I'm putting in place for myself needs to be wrapped up by 29. And it's just like, you, this time really, really flies. Like, you know, you're out here, and that's why it's important to go to school, get the school experience, you know what I'm saying, graduate, have a good time for a little bit, and then you got to lock in. Um, I know I have I had younger friends, and I was just noticing, like, on my Instagram TL, like, my younger friends that just graduated from college, now they're out here, like, clubbing, you know, they're enjoying themselves, hanging out with their friends. Like, they were doing everything that I was doing around the age of, like, mm, maybe 21, 22. Because I went to UNCG, didn't finish, transferred to UNCC, and I'm not going back to school for psychology. It's not happening. That's just another story for a different day. But I've experienced college, don't really like it. Um... And I always thought that I was just, like, going to be a scholar. Like, I look up to my sister so much. She's, like, one of my role models, you know. She went to school, like, grind, grinded, went to school, like, and finished and got a job as a news producer. Like, it's amazing. She went right into work after college, but a lot of people don't. And a lot of people don't have a college mindset, you know. And now these days, you don't have to go to school to be successful. You don't have to go to school to make your dreams come true. I mean, it helps, but you absolutely don't need it in some situations. So that's one thing that I've learned with life. But my point is, like, I'm just looking at everyone's timeline of life as I get older. And I'm just like, okay, like, this is what page you're on. And this is what page I'm on. But I just know there's no exact time stamp next to these, like, steps of life. Like, you don't have to put the rush on everything. But one thing I've learned is that one thing that I learned that I do like is how my mindset has shifted from I can do more than one thing at one time. I used to have a one-track mindset. Like, okay, I'm in school. I can't do anything else. I can't run a business. I can't launch a podcast. I can't go back to school. Like, I used to think that I had to do one thing and finish it and then wait for the next door to open for the next thing. One thing about waiting for the door to open, if you don't, if you don't, like, you ask and you shall receive but if you don't attempt to try for yourself to see if the door is going to open, you're not going to be able to walk through it because you didn't even try to push on it to see if it will open. With that being said, it's more so you have to put the work in behind walking through these doors. You can't say, I'm about to be an artist and sell out all my art. And you're not, you're not putting that art up anywhere. You're not out here networking you're not out here at these events you're not out here at these vendors events these booths like trying to get your name out here like you're not actively starving for what you really really want and that's why the term starving artist exists because you literally have to get out here and damn near work for your work for your success you're just not going to blow up because somebody saw your shit on um tiktok or somebody saw your shit on snapchat i don't even know who the fuck still uses that like, you have to put the work in behind blowing up. And you can use TikTok as a platform. You can use Instagram. Like, you can use Twitter. You can use all of these social media apps. But you still have to put the work in behind it. Posting once a week is not going to do it. Like, I've realized, like, with my business, the more I post, the more my views go up, the more my insights go up on my website. Like, the more orders I get when I'm active. Like, I've took a hiatus from my business for a little bit because, you know, distracted, distracted. 
And I was looking at the numbers compared to when I wasn't on there to now. And I'm like, oh my God, like I've literally just been posting like shit on my story or posting posts. Like it's amazing how that works, but you really have to put the time in behind your priorities in order to see them blossom. And you can't back those with excuses. Like I could have a million excuses as to why I didn't pick up my tweezers and make somebody's order that's going to be a reflection of my business. That's going to fall back on me. And I have a friend who is like super, super talented in her craft, super talented. And she met this guy. And when I tell you the bitch hasn't done nothing in the last three months, and she knows, she knows what I'm talking about. Like this is not, she's not going to take offense because she knows she hasn't been doing anything. But I just sit around like and I really sit back and I look at her and I'm like, yo, you're fucking talented. Like you have a craft like your hands like you have your hands bless heads like you are talented and you just sit around a craft. You just sit around and do nothing and you make excuses for it. Or I had to cook last night or I had to do this for him. I had to do this. What about you? And it's like, I asked her, she's like, I did this for him. I do this for him. And I just like stopped her. I was like, what do you do for you? And she's like, what do you mean? What do you do for you? What is it that you're doing to help you like to make, to make you feel good? Not even feel good. What are you doing to, to line yourself up so that you're setting yourself up for success or you're setting yourself up to have something in the future? When we first met, the whole goal was to work on our personal crafts or our personal hobbies or personal business, like whatever. So we wouldn't have to work for anyone in 10 years or five years. For me, I wanted to be five years. Um, and I feel like you lose sight of those things with excuses and distractions, you know, like, like I said, she's a talented person, like, and you're just sitting around doing nothing, making excuses to not put your priorities first. And you know, you have to think about like what what am I what am I doing to elevate myself? Like what am I doing to to separate myself from the talkers and the doers? The talkers are the ones who like I'm going to do this, I'm going to put this in motion, I got this plan, I'm going to get 3000 off this. I'm a I'm a I'm a like, you know, you're talking about what you're going to do, but you're not doing shit. And where is that going to get you? Do you know how long a person can talk and not realize how much time has flown by? There's people that were talking in their 20s, their early 20s, and thought that they was putting shit into motion. We at 27 and they and this 21-year-olds flying by them who making money off being TikTok famous or YouTube famous or having their own business, taking a leap of faith and starting their own business. Like it's people out here really putting shit into motion, but it's because they're taking the time to focus on that. Your focus is literally going to be your answer to everything. If you can't stay focused, then you might as well. I don't fucking know. You won't even be able to work a damn job. It's like, I feel like as a young adult, I'm always chasing something. And not so much even money. Like, I know I need money to support my living. I know I need money to go to school. I need money. That's right now, that's my motivator because I have to feel everything that I'm putting into my plan. But... You know, you really just have to, you really just have to think about it. Like, what, what am I doing? What am I doing to be different? What am I doing to, to you know, to be successful? What am I doing to set myself up for the life that I want? Because everybody wants the life of these celebrities. Like, like these niggas, 
all y'all want to be a little baby. Of course, everybody wants to have bread, nice cars. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to have all of this shit. Designer, like all of y'all want this. All of y'all are chasing this lifestyle or, you know, Instagram is a damn Met Gala. Like y'all get on there and just put that shit on and you want to be seen. Everybody wants that. But after you post that picture and you get about, I don't know, 150 likes and you go sit down in the living room of your mediocre ass apartment. Are you thinking, are you actively chasing the life that you are putting out for the world to see? Or are you just sitting down and posting pictures and appearing to have that lifestyle? Because I'm the type of person is like, you can fake it till you make it. You know, DH gate does exist. But are you actually putting in the work to get there? You know, like, are you actually doing the work? of what you want because everybody wants to be something in the world everybody wants to be a standout like nobody ever walks around like I don't want to be noticed I don't want to do anything I just want to be in the shadows I want a mediocre job everybody wants something special or everybody wants to be successful I don't know who doesn't want to be successful um to their to their own understanding of success because it could be different from somebody else's but all of that takes work and one thing that one advice that I advice that I would give about like putting in work is setting a daily routine. And that doesn't mean waking up and brushing your teeth and hopping your ass in the shower. That is a routine. But more so a daily routine for the small steps of getting to the small steps to getting to what you want. Like what are you doing every day to to get towards what you want? That's what I would do. That's the advice that I would give for a person who has an issue staying focused. I would set small goals every single day geared towards what it is I want for myself and then before you know it you'll be there like for me I just got back into divine auras like making jewelry I'm doing new launches next Monday and that was something that I've been talking about believe it or not y'all for two years I've been trying to launch rose petal chakra sage for two years and never never ever 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 have done it until now and these are I had to like talk to myself like prepare myself for a new launch like prepare myself to be locked in because but my business, I can't half ass because if I half ass, I feel uncomfortable. So it really took me a long time to launch this. But I feel like all the time that I half of the time I took was excuses. Like I'm guilty of excuses. I am not the most focused person in the world. I definitely get distracted. And then the other half was just me taking small steps to do it. Like, okay, I know I got to have this bread put out so I can do this and put this into this packaging. It's so much into a new launch. I was lazy. I didn't want to do it. So literally, I've been talking about it for two years and now it's happening. But it's the small steps to that. Like set yourself daily routines, daily goals to get to what it is that you want. And before you know it, you'll be there. And some people can go and just hop out here and do things and then it'd be done just like that. And some people have to, like, get themselves prepared and lead up to it. It's it's different, you know, patterns for different folks. Um, but me, I'm the type of person that, you know, has to talk about it for a little bit, map it out, map the money out, order the stuff, get the packaging together. Like, I'm a very, like I said, I'm organized. So I have to make sure everything is together before I even do it. Um, but I do have daily routines of taking time out of my day to focus, to pour into every single um, part of my life, like everything that I have going on. Like, for example, you know, I pour into the podcast once a week. Um, I may do a segment, you know, segments throughout the day, throughout the week on every day or, you know, looking at some different topics or, you know, just the ideas, brainstorming. My brain is constantly running for my podcast. 
for the business, um, constantly looking at things that I can sell, looking at numbers, you know, um, what's it called? Marketing, you know, posting, making sure I'm active out here, booking um, events like that I see out there that I want to do in the future. Like, you know, looking at things for that all the time, brainstorming about that. And then, you know, school hasn't started yet, but I'm already getting my mind geared into, hey, you have to work your ass off at work because you have to save for school. So it's just gearing yourself for the things that you want to do, the things that you want to put into motion. Like those to me are the definitions of small daily routines. It's just fitting in everything that's important to you, at least a little part of your day. You know how long we can sit and scroll on our phones? Like I can scroll on TikTok for two hours and before I know it, it's fucking 12 o'clock. Think about all that time that you're scrolling. Like what could I have done in this time? What What is it that I could have executed while I was on my twiddling my damn thumbs? I pick up my journal. I pick up my planner. I'm writing something down. Like, I got to do something other than scroll. Like, I recently deleted Twitter because, believe it or not, like, the way people scroll on TikTok is how I scroll on Twitter. I could be on a Twitter thread for an hour. Like, I have really grown to love Twitter more than Instagram. And I had to delete it because... I literally will spend all my damn time on there. And it's like, yo, what did you do today? Oh, you were on Twitter? Okay. You wasted your time. And then um, I also, like, I post my plants. Like, I, I have, like, I follow a lot of plant communities on Twitter. And, like, I really get lost in the sauce, like, scrolling or posting about plants. Like, and plants are another hobby that I want to, like, I want to pour into one day. Like, um, but I still get lost in the sauce there. And it's like, okay, like, you know, there's something else that you could be doing that's more important that you want to really, really get done. And you're sitting here scrolling on Twitter. So delete it. Anytime I feel like I put too much into an app or I'm I'm distracted to the point where I can't stay on my A game, I delete the app. And the only reason why I can't delete Instagram is because my business page is on there. And, you know, but then again with that, I still have to be strict on myself. Like, okay, you're going to have IG, but don't go on your personal page for more than an hour today. So you kind of have to be a little strict with yourself with your routines because everything that you do every small thing you do and every small choice you make is going to be a reflection of your future like people always try to blame their environment for why they're in a situation or why they're stuck in the certain part of life or why they're not elevating and I get it to a certain extent some people don't come from where I come from and not saying that I grew up like the damn Cosby show but, you know, my mom always made sure that we had somewhere to lay our head. We were fed, even if we stayed with my grandma, because my mom worked two jobs when I when my parents divorced. So, you know, a lot of times we would go stay with my grandma and catch the bus from her house and go to school. Um, I was never born rich, as some niggas think. I was just handed every fucking thing in my life. That's funny. Um, but I had to work for everything, like, from the time of growing up and realizing like oh this shit isn't my name like I gotta take care of this like nobody handed me a car nobody paid my damn insurance but as a kid like you know we lived in apartments and townhouses until my mom got remarried or whatever and we moved in with my stepdad and you know from there on that's when luxury life had started but there is a point in your life where you have to put things into motion and like I look back at my mom as one of my biggest motivators because when I tell you she was working two jobs and selling cosmetics on the side to support her family, me and my brother didn't even know that we didn't have it. Like, we didn't know that she was struggling to 
to fill fill up under the Christmas tree or have the couch covered with new things for Christmas. Like we didn't know that how much she put into that, making sure we didn't see her struggling, but she was sometimes struggling. She did need help. And, you know, that's a story that most people can say they have the same, like, and my story is not the worst. I'm not saying I struggle. There's people who struggle worse than me or who had diff- come from different environments than me that were not even comparable to mine. Like, I know that, but this is my mom's story. This is my story. And like, she is in a way, in some ways, one of my biggest motivators because, you know, she had to not be distracted in order to support her family. Um, Three kids looking at you like, you know, we're hungry or we need this, we need that. Like everybody had to go to school at the same time. Like me and my siblings are all three years apart. Like we were all in school at the same time. She had to figure it out. And she wouldn't be able to figure that out. She was distracted. Like, there's people's mom who go out here and they get a man. And they so worried about being with a man, they neglect their kids. Their kids walking around with fuzzy-ass heads for two months because they won't do their kids' hair, but their hair is done. So, really, like, focusing and knowing, like, what you have to put your time into is important to be successful. Because, you know, if you're distracted, if you're running behind some nigga, if you hopping on a game every day after work and you know good and damn well that's something you could be doing productive don't look up in in five years and be like damn what everybody's ahead of me or I want to do this or I want to do this or I didn't get to do this and it's because of my environment no bro you are your environment to a certain extent like some of the biggest celebrities in the world come from nothing like and they had to get off they ass and still put in some type of work to get where they are I don't listen to Lil Baby, but my that's my best friend's favorite rapper. Like, literally favorite fucking rapper. And I watched his documentary, and I loved it. Because, you know, if anything, I was just looking at how focused he was. I was looking at how he got up off his ass, even though he was a dope boy. Like, he still was, he was doing something. Like, he was constantly making sure he was good. Like, or constantly putting shit into motion. Like, you niggas cannot say the same, sadly, 75% of you. It's like, you can stand in front of the TV with your arms folded, but you was not him. <laughs> Which leads me back to say what I said earlier. Um, but it's just like, I've like, being that, being that locked in, like not letting any distractions get to you is a flex. Like to the point where you're just so focused and all you care about is, making a way for your family, like for your for your kids, for your mom, making sure she sees a better life. Like I love, I love, love, love seeing people locked in and focused. Like I love celebrities who tell their story and you can see how hard they work for the shit they got. I love people, like regular people who do the same thing. Like um, people look at people with money and think that they've always had money. Or a lot of rappers say they came from nothing and, you know, now I have something. That's everyone's story. But to actually physically see a person, like see them on screen or see them, how hard they work for something or see what lights fire in their ass, what motivates them to get out here and do stuff is beautiful to me. Because a lot of a lot of rappers, a lot of artists, a lot of regular niggas are worried about females running behind girls, like running behind girls, chasing them, you know, Oh, I'm not worried about these hoes, but you worried about these hoes. Like you just, you're, you're distracted. Like you chasing love or whatever so hard that you're not putting your shit into motion to make sure you're going to be good one day. Same thing for the other way around with girls. Like, you know, 
you swear you're focused, but you running behind this little nigga. You're not focused, bruh. You're not, you can't fake the funk with that shit. And I had one of my friends tell me like, you know, I'm, I'm locked in now. I'm focused. I want to be like you. I want to be so stiff on these niggas. Like I want to be stiff. <sighs> you're too loud. <laughs> like, first of all, you're too loud. Second of all, like I do it by choice. You know, like I could be out here talking to whoever is in my DMs or talking to whoever, but I choose not to because there's shit to be done. And at the end of the day, you have to think of like the things that are not helping you get to where you want to be as distractions. And guys are distractions. I have another podcast recorded where I talked about talking to somebody and being so in like with them that I was not focused for months. And now it's like, okay, like I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm getting back to myself slowly, but surely. But you don't realize how much time flies by within that, that, that time period. And that's another episode that I recorded, but back to the documentary, you know, I just feel like everybody should watch it because it just, it was a, it was so, it was a beautiful display of like, just how bad he wanted it. Like, and even when he was talking about like how he didn't even see himself as a rapper, you know, you cannot see yourself doing something, but then you look up and you're doing, you're the best at the shit. Like you're the, fu- you're one of the best. And you didn't even realize like that you were going to do that one day. And, um, that's how I think about myself. Like when I got my job at the spa, um, I didn't think that I was ever going to want to, to work with skin. Like I was like, I'm just doing this shit. Cause I'm in school for psychology and I'm gonna do it. And time is going to go by and I'm gonna look up and I'm gonna be licensed. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be I'm going to have my degree in psychology and I'm going to quit here and go get a job as a counselor. That was my plan. Like I was not going to, you know, pursue skin. Like, and I, and I just wanted to grow my, uh, my small business. Cause at one point I was like, I want divine ores to be my main source of income. It's one of my sources of income, but it's not, I don't want it to be my main source. I want to work for myself. I don't want to work for anyone. And so as time went by working at urban, I was like, damn, like I, I love this. I love this. Like I love talking to people about how they can become more beautiful physically on the outside, like how to correct their skin, what to do, what to put in their body so their, you know, their skin is clearing up or what service would help them or just talking to them about products. Like they get so excited to know a person is like invested in something that they're trying to correct. So as time went by, it's like, damn, I could sell a pen to a damn aunt in here if it was a damn cleansing bar. So it just excited it excites me to know like okay i'm good at this but i have no license like i i'm i can't do a treatment i don't know how to do anything i don't legally i can't do anything on anyone because i don't have i'm not licensed so then i was like wait do i want to be an esthetician so <laughs> after i realized like i wanted to do it i was like okay i know i want to do this now i just got to find the bread found the bread got enrolled now i'm going to school but that's how life works, which goes back to earlier. There's no there's no exact roadmap. Like there's nothing saying you're going to do this at this time. You're going to do this at this age. You're going to do this. There's no exact map. Like I didn't figure that out until I sat my ass down in that seat of that computer working, thinking I'm going to school for psychology. That's why, you know, you're dealt different cards at different times because you don't know which door is going to open. That's why you have to stay focused and just roll with it because... It doesn't matter where you're going. As long as you're focused, you know you're going somewhere. And you'll just see that. You'll just see when you get there. Like, the way I was introduced to Urban, I met this girl through my job before. Like, I worked at Walgreens as a manager for, like, two years. And I met this girl. And 
she was always a red flag to me. I was telling my best friend, like, I was always uneasy around her. I don't know. My spirit was, like, tossing and turning type shit. It did not like her. Um, but she put me on Urban. And I was like, I don't want to leave my job, my steady job paid for. I'm, I'm always scared to make jumps in life. That's something my best friend had to get me out of. Um, but I, she asked me to leave Walgreens to go to Urban. And I was like, so you want me to leave this manager job to go be a damn receptionist? What the fuck? Why would I do that? Like, I'm getting paid less. The hours are shitty. Like, why would I do that? And she was like, no, like, the hours are straight. Like, you know, the people are cool. You're really going to like it. You're going to love the environment. Everyone there is just like you. They're spiritual. Uh, okay. Um, so I went to Urban or whatever, you know, did the interview, got the job, got hired, sat down, was working. Like, I'm like, first thing I'm saying I'm after the first pay period is it's not enough money. This is not enough money. Like, this is not enough money. <laughs> I wanted more money. Like, so I went to my, um, and this is like when I was maybe like, mm, five months, six months in. And I went to my managers and I was like, Hey, you know, like, uh, I'm looking for another job. I have an interview. Like I was about to leave. I got a job at a, at a um, what's it called? A car dealership cost center. They were going to pay me $18. And um, I was like, hey, y'all, I got another job and I think I'm going to take it. Like, I'm. this is not enough money for me. This is not enough hours. Like, you know, I, I need more money. And so my two managers who are like um, damn near my god aunties, if that makes sense, like they're literally two of the coolest people I've ever met in my journey of working. They were like, um no, you can't quit. Like, sorry, you can't leave. Um, we're going to give you a raise and give you more hours, but you can't leave. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So basically I sat my black ass down at that desk <laughs> and continued to work. But my hours went from, I went to like 40, 80 hours every pay period to like versus whatever I was making with, with, was not paying the bills. Well, it was paying the bills, but you know, it's extra things you want. Like that's just not enough. So basically my point is, I started off from Walgreens, Urban, you know, I moved up in Urban so damn fast. Like I've only been at, this is about to be year three and I'm like a manager, I'm a manager at Urban and, um, you know, my pay is straight. Like it's, it's straight. My hours are straight. Like I love my team for the most part when they're not fucking whining, but everything is really, really good you know, there, but I didn't expect it to be like, I didn't know what door I was walking in when that girl came to me and was like, Hey, quit Walgreens for this receptionist job. I'm looking at her like, uh, this is a manager job versus receptionist. I don't want to do that. But it was, it opened doors for me. Like I would still be stocking shelves at Walgreens in the back. If I didn't take that jump, that leap of faith and, and try to try something new, like I thought I was walking in the door to be a receptionist. Now I'm going to school to get licensed. Now I'm in a manager position. Now I'm setting the tone. You know, it's like it's like doors keep opening, but you have to walk through because when you walk through a door, it's not necessarily it might be another door on the other side. Like you're you have to keep going. Like you have to see what's coming from what what opportunity you're taking. Like it's it's never just one and done. Like even with when I get licensed, that's not it. Like, I have to keep going. It's still going to be more doors I have to walk through. With every single bright idea, with every single thing I'm putting into motion, it's more behind it. Like, it's different things that come from what you're doing. You don't always, okay, I have a podcast. I'm just going to record and talk. Like, it's people out here with podcasts that have, they have advertisements in them now. They have people sponsoring them. Like, they have so many things that have, they've been blessed with from 
just starting a dream. You never know what's going to happen when you take a leap of faith is my point. And that's why we can't make excuses for ourselves. That's why we have to put our priorities first because, you know, life is funny the way it works. You don't know what's going to come from life. You don't know who you're going to meet or what you're going to be introduced to with life. And if you're making excuses for yourself at this big old age, this big grown ass age, you know, you're kind of setting yourself back because there's opportunities that you could be out here chasing, but you're too busy being complacent. Like I had a conversation with a friend of like two months ago. Um, We were in the car and, you know, he was just telling me everything that he wanted to do. And um, I was listening. You know, I love to listen to people talk who are talking about their dreams and their visions. Like, I love that. Talking about life, you know, something deeper than just surface level shit is what I call it. And he was just telling me, like, everything that he wanted to do or everything he could see himself doing. And in that moment, I was like, first of all, I was happy to be talking to a nigga who has dreams because or something they want to do or put into motion because when I tell you I don't even know I look back like what the was I talking to him for anyway just somebody just knowing somebody has something that they're chasing to me is beautiful now whether they're actually physically chasing or if they're just sitting on their ass and talking is two different things and with him I feel like it was a little bit of both but not because he's lazy more so because you know people come from different places in the world and different places or should I say different cities and it's like you know we have different mindsets our environments are different our surroundings are different so an environment can be a reflection of you know you putting in you're putting in the work behind all the things that you're saying but I was proud because a lot of people that you know are from the same place don't talk like that they don't if their their reality their whatever they're in this is it they're not trying to they're not thinking about going from there. And they're just like, oh, this is, I'm going to just sit here. This is it. I was born here. I'm going to let this shit ride. We're going to see, you know, we're going to pray and ask God to open the door, but we're not going, we're not going to try to push on the handle. Like, that's not how that works. But he's just like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Now, whether he'll do it or not is not my business. But I just thought, I just was so attracted to that because it's like, okay, you, at least you know that you want to be more than what most people are when they come from where you come from. But I really, really hope that one day he can put the shit into motion because I feel like it's half, a lot of it is laziness. Like, you know, I want to do this, but I'm not going to do it because I'm so complacent with how my life is. And though I don't talk to the person anymore, like, I really hope that, you know, they find the, they find the, what's the word? The, not energy, but just like somebody lights a fire in that ass to get up and go chase it, like, go get it, like, you know, like, everything that I am doing and everything that I've done, I would have not gotten that shit if I was just sitting here waiting for somebody to hand it to me, it wasn't going to happen, you know, and it's like, when your wake-up call comes, you have to get the fuck up, you have to be ready to put the work in behind it, and we're young as fuck, we have so much time, even when you're 30, you still have time, even though I don't want to start at 30, You still have time, but it's like, you have to find, you have to light a fire in yourself. You have to be your biggest motivator. Like, you know, there are people put on this earth to motivate you, but some people don't motivate you. Everyone doesn't give you the same thing that, you know, another person will give you that'll help you get to where you need to go. Like a lot of things that I do, I thought, I talk small, like I'm not negative, but I'm come from a small minded family. 
So entrepreneurship has never really been a topic of conversation in my family. And I was just talking to my best friend about this last night. I was telling her like, um, all my dreams that I, like I put, I'm putting into motion literally have been majority fueled by her. And not just saying like, I'm doing this shit for my best friend. That's not what I meant. I'm doing it because of our friendship. Like I used to work at Target before Walgreens. I'm just running through all the jobs today, y'all. I used to work at Target and that's where I met my best friend. Um, she probably was like 19 or 18 when I met her and probably was like 21 or 22. And when I tell you, I was at Target thinking like, oh, we're going we gonna to ride this out. I may be a manager in a couple of months and then I'll see what happens. Like, But I'm going to just work and go to school. Like my whole life, I'm thinking work and go to school, work and go to school. I have never thought entrepreneurship. I have never thought own business. I've never thought own boss. Never, 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 never. I'm thinking like, I'm chasing this degree for the rest of my life type shit. At one point, I thought I was going to get a master's, y'all. Crazy. So I um, met her and she was doing lashes out of her bedroom, like in her mom's house at like 18 type shit. And I remember like people, the older girls I worked with was like, oh, she's quitting to do lashes. She's never going to make it in life. She's never going to be anything. They told me that. And I was like, yo, you bitches sound crazy. Like... And the girls that were saying that were like 35, had kids and a husband at Target hanging shirts next to me and I'm 21. How dare you? Anyway, some of them still at Target. Okay. So I, I was like, wow, like y'all don't see like the vision. I saw the vision in her, but I couldn't see a vision in me. I've always been supportive of like every, the, her hustle, like immaculate. Like, I mean, focus. Like, yes, yeah, she taught to little niggas along the way, whatever, cool. That shit never went anywhere. Like, and we know that. But when I tell you focus, like focus, like how far she's grown, locked in with her business, like this shit is impressive as hell. Like, and that's because like she be on her, she be on her ass, like on her own ass about making, making her dreams come true. Like, you know, one of her biggest, one of her biggest milestones to me was her brunch that she hosted a couple of years ago. Like when I saw everyone looking at her and like, you know, people writing down things that she was saying or things that her guest speaker was saying and her getting emotional in front of people about how far she's come. Like people always look at her and think that she's always had bread or guys look at her and think that she's so put together and that, you know, she's just doing this to be flashy. Yeah. You like nice things, designer here and there, cool, whatever. But that fire that's in her is because that's her. Like everything that she has is a reflection of hard work. And that's what people don't realize. Like, you don't get this shit handed to you. Like, you may not come from the fucking slums, but you, everyone has a hustle story. And that's her hustle story. This is my hustle story. Like, you know, her mom was on her ass to make her a success. And look at her now. Like, you know, a business here, like, you know, TikTok, TikTok blowing up, like views, like getting people asking you to sponsor them. Like, that doesn't come from you just sitting on your ass. Um, YouTube launches, like another business, another brunch, another car, another apartment, like another suite. Like it's just always the next big thing. And it just keeps going because you have that fire in you and it has not been blown out. Like you still are getting off your ass every single day and putting the work in to be to be a success. And it's the people behind you, it's the people around you. That's why it's so important to build your circle. This is a long ass episode. I'm sorry, y'all. That's why it's so important to build your circle because whoever you're around is a reflection of you in some way. Like I would never have the mindset 
to work this hard or to make my wildest dreams come true because I I look at my ideas I used to look at my ideas as not possible like I told her when I started Divine Auras that it was a hobby and she used to always be like stop saying that and I'm like it's a hobby like I'm just doing it for fun like I'm just making extra money I go to the park do a pop-up shop you know sell a couple of waste beads make $300 cool boom I'm hollering hobby this hobby that hobby this hobby that as time went by I was like wait a minute this is money. Like I'm making money. Like, oh my God, I'm making $50 off one crystal waist bead. Like my waist beads used to be $5 back in the day. So, and that was two years ago. So I'm making money. Okay. So this is not a hobby. This is, this is a profession. This is a business. I didn't think like that until I met her though. Like I didn't think like that until someone told me, Hey, you know, you can actually be an entrepreneur. You can have multiple sources of income. Like you can, you can work for it. You can go out here and sell to a business like 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 they can buy from you like a wholesaler, like you a business can have you on their shelf. Didn't think like that, and now I do. So it's like you really have to pay attention to who you're around. If you're around people all your life who do exactly what you do and you're doing nothing, that's gonna be a reflection of your environment and your reality and maybe your future if you don't wake the fuck up. So, with that being said. You know, this episode is just talking about, of course, priorities versus excuses, but more so just staying motivated and staying focused and staying locked in. Um, There's so much that I want to do. There's so much that people around me want to do in the world. Like, and, you know, they put that shit into fruition because they're busting their ass every day. Like, you don't get anything. Nothing is easy. Like, I remember people telling me, like, just go to school, bro. Just get a degree. Like, you don't got to do all this entrepreneur like you always gonna be working hard or saving or doing this you just go to school and get a degree and get a job that shit's not even easy I used to bring my laptop on dates (laughs) like I used to be turning in assignments on dates that shit nothing is easy when you really really want it in life so school is not easy either don't think because people stand up there with that damn graduation cap in the air with their leg kicked up in that graduation picture that that shit was easy. They had to bust their ass for that to a certain extent. Yeah, you coast by in college. Everybody fucking cheats. But it's still the drive to actually fucking go to class. Because when I tell you I had a 9 a.m. class and I missed it every time, you really have to have a drive for anything that you really want in life. Nothing is an easier road. Somewhere, some roads are harder, but nothing is ever going to be easy. Like, shout out to all my friends who graduated from UNCG when I went to school with them and actually stuck through and got their damn degree. Because some people did not finish. Some people did not finish and they still not doing nothing. Like, they don't even have another plan. So, you know, that's a flex. Like, to be focused, to be locked in is important. And, you know, also I look at, like, what I put into my ears as, you know, to help me stay motivated. Like, Lately, I've been really, really into like um, rappers who talk about hustling. Like my music, my music taste is expansive as fuck. I be stealing music from everybody, like my best friend, um, my homeboys. I be taking in music. Like I love listening to all kinds of music. I don't have one genre that I stay in, even though everyone knows Tyler's my favorite and always will be. Um, but I'm lately I've been into music like that motivates me to get the fuck up and go to work. Like, lately, I've been on cue with waking up. My alarm doesn't wake me up anymore. It's me knowing, hey, it's almost 7 o'clock. Let's get up. 
like I've trained my body to know we got to be productive. We got to we got to get up. Like I worked 6 days last week, never done no shit like that. I worked 6 days straight last week and every single day I got up like I wasn't tired. So, it's really just training yourself to know we got to do this. But back to my music point, um one reason why I really 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 like Tyler is because, you know, it's like every single album he drops is like a reflection of what I'm about to go through or what I'm doing. And the last album, he talks about getting out here and exploring the world and, you know, seeing, just seeing the world and chasing your dreams, like making that shit happen. And, you know, in one of his songs, I use it for my my jury videos a couple of times. He was talking about how, you know, he's always been able to get out here and do what he wants to do, like how he never had anxiety, like how he was always ready and chasing something like, and he just does this shit. Like he just does it. If he wants to do it, he does it. And that to me... That's one of my favorite songs in the album because I was like, damn, like, you know, you're not scared. Like, you just go out here and you go for it. You just jump and you just see if it works. And that's that's a mindset that I have developed over time. Because, like, when I tell you I used to be scared to make changes, like, Walgreens to Urban didn't want to do it. I didn't even want to go get a new car, y'all. <laughs> like, I don't like sudden changes I don't like starting new things. I don't like starting new TV shows. I watch the same shit. Like I have a really bad, a really bad relationship with change. And it's like, I'll change and I'll, I'll move up to my next level, but I'm hesitant. And that's something I've always wanted to kick. And so what I've been putting in my ears, like these podcasts, these entrepreneurs I listen to, these people who have their own multiple sources of income, like these, these artists that I listen to who talk about hustling and getting out here and making a way for themselves has been a reflection of my mindset lately and it makes me not scared to try these things it makes me not scared to leap it doesn't make me scared of the unknown anymore like you can't be scared of not knowing what the future holds you can't be scared to go towards the unknown and that shit will hold you back so that's pretty much all for today um this episode is being recorded in september of 2022 so you know this is kind of like the mood the the mode excuse me that I'm in right now and hopefully when you guys hear this episode we're even bigger and better I can't wait to play this back and be like okay where am I at now that excites me too that's why I journal that's why I record that's why I do things to like document my mindset to see if it's declining or if it's elevating So if you don't journal, I would definitely do that because that is so helpful. Like looking back, flipping pages, like I was thinking like this or I was talking to this person or I was doing this. That shit is, it's impressive when you, when you compare and contrast your life like that. But it helps me because it's like, damn, I'm, I'm locked in now. Like I'm not even that person I was three months ago, but yeah, I hope everyone has a great day today. And I hope this touched some people. This is a long ass episode, y'all. I'm so sorry. If you have to go back and finish this in pieces, I'm not even going to be mad. But yeah, till next time.